Welcome to the Corporate Treasury 101 podcast. I'm Hussam. And I'm Guillaume. In this podcast, we are going through the fundamental concepts of corporate treasury, which I learned from my experience working at a big four consulting company. And you'll explain it in a way that someone like me who knows nothing about the topic can understand. We hope you enjoy the episode. Going over the four fundamental pillars of treasury. Yeah. Right. You've taken us through cash and liquidity, which was the availability of the cash and mm-hmm. how quickly you can get it. You took us through corporate finance, which you broke into funding and investments. Yeah. Uh, now, please take us through financial risk management. Absolutely. So this is rather a complex topic. So let's take the time here to break it down correctly and go step by step. So. In finance, there is always a certain notion, degree of risk, right? It's quite common knowledge. When you invest money, you have this little disclaimer. Okay, you might lose part, if not all of your money in that investment. Eventually, as little as possible. So there is a degree of risk, right? Also, the higher the risk, the higher the potential returns, but also loss. This is driven by different factors. Um, High level, well, the world is uncertain, right? Uh, things can come up, uh, things can not go the way it was planned in the first place, etc. Um, to make a very basic example, an investment with very low risk are typically the government bonds or debts, right? Governments are quite unlikely to fall down or to collapse. So whenever you lend money to, govern- to the government, well, you have a high chance of getting your money back with eventually a little interest on it. On the other hand, a very high-risk investment would be, for instance, to uh, fund some startups, right? Um, you have this friend who like, is starting his own companies, a startup, completely new technology. He wants to disrupt the market. It's rather risky. But you believe in the idea, you want to invest in it, hoping to have a like, huge return on investment. Rate. But of course, with high risk of losing the money. So financial risk management is a huge topic. So let's focus here on the treasury part of it. In treasury, you have what we call the foreign exchange risk. This comes from the fact of doing business or just eventually transactioning in different currencies. The second main um, risk, financial risk management we can find is interest rate risk management. Again, in the corporate finance world, um, there are a lot of funding, financing instruments, etc., such as loans, credit lines, etc., that are based on a floating rate. If this rate goes too high, it's a risk for the company who will pay too much interest. Does it make sense somehow? I was with you at the start, I'll be honest with you. As soon <laughs> okay. as you got into the whole point about exchange rates and interests and whatnot, that stuff gets very confusing. You yeah. know I like my examples, Guillaume. Can you give me an example on this? By all means. Okay, so um, let's try indeed to make this more clear with a very basic example. So. Um, I'm a French company, right? I'm manufacturing and selling shoes. Um, Again, like my car company, I'm quite successful. So I'm starting to sell my shoes in the United States. I basically sell to a big uh, shoe store into the United States who pay me in US dollars, of course. That's their currency, right? Um, I'm selling rather big quantities and they don't pay me right away. Uh, And they pay me in dollars. So, that's one thing, but on my side, I'm still a French company. I'm still having my suppliers, my factories, my employees in France. 
they don't really want to get paid in USD. So I need to transform those US dollars into Euro at some point. Now, for our example, let's say my client is making an order, right? Um, he will pay me 120,000 USD, uh, US dollars, sorry, in a month, which at the time we are contracting at um, is the equivalent of 100,000 euros. All right. But he will pay me in one month. In the meantime, between the moment we settle the contract uh, and the moment I receive money, US dollars lose a lot of value against euro. What does this mean? Well, when we contracted, uh, one euro equals 1.2 US dollars, right? Right. And now one euro is worth two US dollars. So in order to get a 100,000 euro equivalent, I now need to receive 200,000 US dollars and no longer $120,000. The payment they make is now worth way less than it was when we contracted it, when we agreed on the price. So this is what we call the foreign exchange risk. The management of it is making sure that whatever happens to the value of either euro or US dollars, I will receive my 100,000 euros because that's the amount I need to cover my costs and to make some benefits in it. So in order to do so, there are many instruments. Again, we are not going to cover it right now, but most likely in future episodes. But this mechanism of covering yourself against the risk is called hedging. Now, for interest rates, um, we talked about floating rates, right? So it's the fact that the interest rate is fluctuating over time. What does it mean? I'm still the French company that sells shoes. Um, and I need funding, I need money uh, to buy a new machine for my shoes factory. So I contract a loan with a bank. The bank says, okay, I'm willing to give you money, to lend you money. Um, and for the cost of it, I will base myself on how much the money costs me on a monthly basis. How much giving you money costs me. And on top of that, I will take a little extra percentage for my fee, of course. We're not going to get into the technicalities of how interest rates are calculated, but let's say the money costs the bank 2% of the total amount. They apply an extra 1% for their fee, so it's 3% interest on the money I need to fund my new machine. Six months later, the same interest rate has fluctuated. It's now costing the bank 4% of the total amount to lend me money. And they, of course, still apply the 1%. This is an interest rate financial risk. Because in the end, I end up paying more than twice my funding than at the beginning when I contracted it. Again, managing it is making sure that whatever happens to the market of interest rates, I still pay the same thing during the time of my credit. It's the same mechanism we have here. It is hedging the interest rates. I know this is quite a big piece. Is it a little bit more clear, Hussain? Okay, so if I had to summarize in my own words. Yes, right? please. So essentially, financial risk management is hedging yourself, meaning protecting yourself against external events which could affect your funding, investment, sales ongoing, your loans, etc. Right? Exactly. And you took us through two of them. One was exchange rate risk, mm -hmm. which is if I'm doing business in multiple countries, I need to exchange all of those currencies back down to my local currency. Mm -hmm. Then those exchange rates can fluctuate because of global events, exactly. etc. Yep. Um, and therefore, I might not get back as much money 
as I intended to in my local currency because even though my US company is still paying the same amount, mm -hmm. it exchanges to less euros if I'm based in the EU. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Um, and then conversely, you can also have that on your interest rates, mm -hmm. which is uh, I take a variable interest rate loan. Yeah. So it's not a fixed amount every month, but exactly. it's something that the bank is going to adjust and the bank may decide later on because of whatever mechanisms they have to calculate their interest rates that they're going to charge more interest another month or less or more. So that could go your way positively and also negatively. Exactly. And that seems like an interesting topic on its own. But what I took away from that mostly is that hedging seems like a super important topic in Definitely. treasury. And Absolutely. I'm really excited for you to take us through that in a future episode. Okay, it will be my great pleasure. Man, you are nailing this, huh? Um, very good. Yeah, you can basically summarize hedging as insurance, right? You're just mm -hmm. taking an insurance for whatever might happen in the future. You're still protected for your initial investment whatsoever. But that's quite a good summary. Okay, I have a great teacher. <laughs>